Hello, my friends, and welcome back to Farm Machinery Digest Radio, North America's only show dedicated to the equipment used to feed, clothe, and fuel the world. Hi, I am Ray Bohax, the hot rod farmer from Cat Swamp Road in Hackettstown, New Jersey. And as you know, we get together here every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern with a re-air Sunday at 6 p.m. exclusively on Rural Radio, Sirius XM Channel 147. And if you miss an episode, you could always listen to it as a podcast, either on my website, farmmachinerydigest.com, or every major podcast hosting site. So one week after it airs, it will be up there. And I want to take a moment to wish everyone a blessed, blessed, blessed Easter. And it is such a wonderful time of year with the resurrection of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for our sins. And I ask that you please all remember that this Saturday and Sunday, and not only then, but every day of the year, because that is a wonderful gift, the most wonderful gift that the world has ever received. And um, I actually feel badly that my show is going to re-air the encore Sunday, Easter Sunday in the evening. But uh, hopefully you're busy with family and friends and thinking about the Savior instead of listening to me. So uh, you could listen to me on Saturday. But what I want to do is I want to thank Mr. John Nye, and hopefully I'm pronouncing your name correctly, sir, from Delta, Utah. And he gave me a pin in my map. And he also entered the contest to win the Hot Rod Farmer license plate and one of the Fent models, either a sprayer, rogator uh, sprayer, momentum planter, uh, ideal combine, or a tractor. And I was gonna, I told you last week I'm going to give those away in April, and I originally had planned to do that this weekend, but I did not want to do that on such a sacred day as Easter Sunday and Easter weekend. So next weekend, I will announce the winners. So Mr. Nye, now, he originally hails from Connecticut, and he and his family moved out to Utah in 1995, and they're dairy farmers out there, and he they run about 5,000 uh, cows, milk cows, and they have about 100 pieces of equipment, and he's been listening to this guy on the Sirius XM radio, and also he listens to my podcast, and my on-the-road podcast, and he spent a lot of time this year in a cow a cat count cat 140m uh motor grader because they've gotten a lot of rain out there well i guess it's a blessing and it's a curse they he mr nye told me that they usually get about seven inches a year he's up at five thousand feet high in elevation and then uh this year so far they've gotten 20 inches so that is a uh, to me it's a blessing but like most things in life there usually comes some strings attached with a blessing but then i need to give a big shout out a big cat swamp road shout out to matt and oh here i go matt and he's from oaks north dakota and he raises uh, crops and a beef cattle rancher out there and he listens on rural radio and he gave me his name phonetically and of course i asked him for that because i knew i would mess that up okay matt here we go dom in knee so i'm going to say dom in e so mr matt Domini. Maybe I'm supposed to put that together a little bit quicker. From Oaks, North Dakota. And he gave me a pin in my map. 
and he's entered into the contest to win either a hot rod farmer license plate or one of the Fent diecast models. So, Mr. Nye and Mr. Domini, I want to thank you so much for listening to this guy from Cat Swamp Road, all the way over in Utah and in North Dakota, two beautiful, beautiful states. I just love the the vastness and the openness of it. The North Dakota is gorgeous. Uh, just uh, it, it pulls at my heartstrings. The prairies, and then the high desert in Utah does the exact same to me. Where uh, Mister Nye hails from, and today what we're going to do is we're going to go over thinking in percentages. We all tend to think in numbers. But we need to all we need to think in percentages, and honestly, you need to do both. You need to think in numbers and percentages. So you're going to say, "What is that all about, Hot Rod?" Well, we're going to be doing a little bit of math right after the short break. But don't worry about it, as we say in New Jersey. I did all the math for you, so all you have to do is listen and pay attention. And the precursor to that is we're going to talk about ROI, return on investment, big buzzword in agriculture return on investment but there are two types of ROI there's direct ROI and indirect ROI and then I'm going to use that as a segue into thinking in percentages so uh, sit back during the short break and never forget that agriculture runs on machinery but profits on reliability XM has a channel dedicated to artists who had one big pop hit, and that was it. R&B, country, dance, rock, pop, new wave, novelty, and more 24-7. From the 70s to the last decade, hear a collection of hits that started and ended careers in three minutes. Wonderland, the one-hit wonder channel, exclusively on the SXM app. This week on Rural Radio, Channel 147. Don't miss the last stop in the PRCA 2023 Texas Tour. It's the San Angelo Stock Show and Rodeo. Thursday and Friday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern and again at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. And tune in Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern for Extreme Bulls on Rural Radio, Channel 147. Tune in this week to Rural Radio, Channel 147 and listen anytime on the SXM app. Hi, I'm Capri Cafaro, the host of Eat Your Heartland Out, where we explore the rich yet often overlooked culinary depth of the American Midwest. Together, we'll learn about the foodways of our region. So tune in every Sunday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern on Rural Radio, Sirius XM 147. Hi, I'm Bob Phillips. And I'm Kelly Phillips. And we've been lucky enough to have spent the last 50 years winding up and down the back roads of Texas. It's been an incredible journey. And from the hidden gems to the passionate people, we've seen it all and don't plan on stopping anytime soon. So why don't you hop in and travel with us every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern on Rural Radio, Channel 147, exclusively on Sirius XM. I'm Tyne Morgan, host of U.S. Farm Report. You can hear us Saturdays at 7 p.m. Eastern and Sundays at 7 a.m. Eastern right here on World Radio Channel 147 on Sirius XM. Welcome back to Farm Machinery Digest Radio. You know, a few years back before COVID, I was blessed with the opportunity to present at Commodity Classic. And I may have told this before, and some of you may have actually been in the audience. 
but I'm using it as a segue for this to make sense. And um, on the main stage, I did a presentation, I think two years in a row on the main stage. And then the third year I was there, I did a, I did a booth presentation. And if you ever been to Kamadi Classic or other events that they'll have these booth presentations, so they put up a sign like every two hours, probably usually once in the morning and once in the uh, afternoon, I think it was. But there was that happened to be at Firestone Tires, which they were introducing the uh, at the time the new AD2 technology tire, so which is an IF and VF tire. But anyway, so I put together this presentation, and they don't <clears throat> for the main stage, and they don't give you a lot of time. I think I had 45 minutes or it wasn't maybe an hour, no it wasn't an hour 45 minutes it's an oddball time slot but anyway so what had happened was that I wanted to identify three or four different things that I could give to the audience and uh, that they could take away and it's going to give them intrinsic value for them to bring back to their farm and ranch so it's not something that's uh, that's very obscure but so it's it's you know it's meat and potatoes where the rubber meets the road and one of the things that i did is i spoke about that the, in business there's two types of return on investment roi and in agriculture we always talk about roi roi right you put a fungicide on it costs you two dollars per acre and it gives you uh six dollars an acre back so in, in yield and we and a lot of businesses discuss roi because that's really what it is because anything that you purchase is an investment so it's not a purchase it's an investment so when you look at your farm or your ranch excuse me if you look at your farm and your ranch and you're 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 investing and you need it's a mindset that you have to drill into your head you're not buying a new truck you're investing in a new truck you're not buying a new planter you're investing in a new planter and the, the thought process and why i dr was drilling that into the people's head on the main stage and I try to do that on a podcast and a radio show to a less, lesser extent because I can't see you, I can't yell at you like I can when you're in the audience uh, physically there, is that uh, an investment you expect for it to make a return, for it to give you something back. And on a purchase, you expect nothing but a bill. So that is that is the difference. And by having that proper mindset is going to make a world of difference in every aspect of your life not only your business side of you with your farm or ranch and then i'm not saying that you make the whole world and the whole life business but it's a mindset that you need to have i feel to be successful because you, you put it in a category in your mind that this is an investment so if i buy this new tractor if i buy this new truck what value is it going to bring to me other than being real proud of it and that's uh, that's intangible of course you should be so anyway so what happens is that in the auto industry where you know i come from we look at two different types of roi all right there's direct roi so in an agrarian agricultural sense it would be hey i put a shot of fungicide on my corn at v10 and it, and again against my um my control plot or my control acres or rows i get a whatever five bushel per acre yield yield bump and it cost me y to put the the fungicide on and i get z as a yield bump all right so that is your return on investment very very clear cut all right that's direct roi you do something you perform an action and there's a reaction of you having a greater profit 
from that investment. You didn't purchase that fungicide, you invested in that fungicide. And then there's what's called indirect investment. And indirect investment means that you cannot quantify an exact number of, of value added to doing something or 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 uh, being involved in something. So it basically, in essence, they're listening to this show is an indirect ROI. Going to a workshop is an indirect ROI. So you come to a workshop, you you listen you listen to me on Sirius XM, right? And then you learn something, and then you apply that in your shop with your machinery, with your life. With, with your car, what have you. So that's an indirect ROI. You're not going to be able to say, hey, I listened to that guy from Jersey and I end up, ma- I end up making $10 more, all right, per acre. You're not going to do that. And I always tell everybody, well, I haven't said it in a while, but, any, but nothing, I'm not going to teach you anything that's going to make you a nickel. All right, so you say, I'm shutting the radio off right now, all right, because making you a nickel is direct ROI. What I am going to do is I'm going to save you money and allow you to be more profitable. So that is indirect ROI. You go to you go to a trade show, you go to the National Farm Machinery Show, Commodity Classic, you go to a workshop, a seminar. That's indirect ROI. You don't expect to say, well, I went to Commodity Classic or I went to the National Farm Machinery Show and I got five more bushels per acre. No, something you learn there has the potential of giving you five more bushels per acre or whatever. I'm just using that as a metric, all right, because it's a common denominator for the audience. All right, so so always look at indirect and direct ROI and, and qualify that in your mind because they're both just as important. And historically, from my vantage point of visiting different businesses over the years, different farms, what have you, is that a lot of profits are made or lost in indirect ROI. So uh, there's a, and that's what the whole the whole premise of me doing this show is to give you indirect ROI to make your machinery run more efficiently, reliably. All right, not miss the optimum planting date. That's all indirect ROI. So if you if you learn something on this show, and you uh, and you avoid a failure or a potential problem when you get in the field to plant, right? We're in planting season, and you avoid that three weeks, four weeks ahead of time instead of the tractor or the planter breaking in the field and then miss the optimum planting. Well, that's indirect ROI. I didn't give you any bushels, but I gave you the opportunity to make bushels. If that if that if that could resonate with you and make sense. So now. What I want to do is this is an indirect ROI, and we all <clears throat> talk in numbers. I got I got 220 bushels per acre. I got so much horsepower. I got this, whatever it may be. I got my, my cows are given so much milk. I made so many tons of hay per acre, and that is very, very important because that's a metric. That's a measuring stick. What are you measuring your production by? Because you have to look at a farm or a ranch uh, in lots of ways like a, like a factory, and I don't mean factory farm. I mean, well, how much how much yield are you going to have? And me as a sweet corn grower, as a vegetable grower, I look at marketable yield. I don't look at tons. I don't look at I don't look at bushels. I don't even I don't even look at uh, dozens. Well, I could convert it to dozens. I look at marketable yield because when you're selling a vegetable, mine being sweet corn, is that you have to look at how, when you go through that field and we handpick how many 
ears are marketable because there's been times where we've got hit with, with disease and then you'd have a lot of ears in the field, but they were not marketable, all right? So the thing is that so everybody's metric is different, but it still comes back to the same thing. So we need to look at numbers. But what I'm going to ask you to do is expand that. Jeez, I just hit the champ, sorry. Expand that and <clears throat> look at percentage. So I'm not saying have percentage replace numbers, but look at percentage and numbers. And by looking at percentage, you're going to get a very true indicator because oftentimes the numbers themselves are misleading. So what do I mean by that? Well, I'll give you a couple of examples. So let's say, and we're going to start with, with a crop with, with bushels of corn per acre. So let's say you're on farm average is 210 bushels per acre. You, well, how, you got whatever, 1,000 acres, 10, whatever you have is irrelevant. But now you also compete in the NCGA corn growers contest, right? So now your contest plot is 326 bushels per acre. So what basically would happen is that you could say, okay, 326 all right, minus 110, I mean 210, so you're getting 116 bushels per acre more in your, excuse me, yeah, 116 bushels per acre more in your competition plot, okay? So a lot of people look at it that way, and when we look at the competition, we look at bushels per acre, that's what's, what the metric is, the measuring stick. All righty, so now let's look at this as a percentage, all right, so if you do the math and divide it out, all right, the thing is that then uh, the one that you're using, I'll use as your control, as your standard that you're comparing against is considered the reference. When you look at percentage, so there's always a reference. So your reference is 210, so 210 bushels per acre. So if you look at it that way, your competition plot is yielding 50. If you divide the two out, simple math, you could use a calculator, if your competition plot is yielding 55% more, all right, uh, then you're on farm average. And if you go the other way and take the reference being the, um, the test plot, the competition plot versus your farm average, is that your on farm average is yielding only 64% of your test plot yield your competition plot yield so now we have a number so now we also have a number of 116 bushels per acre more in the competition plot or 116 per bushels per acre less on my on farm average but we have two percentages 55 percent more yield than the on farm average in the test the competition plot i always call it a test plot and the test plot and the on-farm average is only 64% of the test plot yield. So now we could look at it and instead of chew, we could we could try to bring that on-farm average up to that test plot yield. And I'm not an agronomist, so I'm not going to tell you what, but we have another metric, another way of looking at it. So we're looking at it at percentage. And that's what I've said on this time, on the show many times before, is that when you look at engineering, specifically on machinery, and I'll say on engines, because that's what my background is in calibration, volumetric efficiency on an engine is how much, how much the cylinder is 
filled the percentage of cylinder fill. So we haven't made the engine any larger, but if we could have it pump air more efficiently and get an 85% cylinder fill instead of 80% cylinder fill, this engine is going to make more torque and more horsepower. If we just looked at the cubic inches, it would not going to know anything. So we have to look at that percentage. But now let's make it more. So we did the we did the, the crop yield percentage, and that could go for anything. You could do your dairy cows, whatever. It makes no difference. All right, so now let's make a machinery side of it, and this is actually going to bring it more to light, God willing, all right, is that so we have a, let's say a semi. I don't care whether it's a semi, whether it's a combine, whether it's a tractor, but we're going to use miles per gallon. So let's use a road vehicle because we don't do a tractor in miles per gallon. So what's going to happen is that we have on fuel A, this semi, gets five miles per gallon okay and then on fuel b which is additized fuel however you want to additize it whatever additized fuel that you get six miles per gallon all right so five on it on additized fuel and six miles per gallon you want to call it additized premium what premium fuel whatever you want to call it diesel fuel all right so to the average person i only get on people have contacted me say i only get a mile per gallon or so more when i put the put the other stuff in so eh, it's a pain in the neck it's not worth it all right let's look at it as a percentage all right fuel b the additized fuel is getting producing six miles per gallon the same truck so whatever kind of truck you want, I'm going to say it's a uh, a Kenworth, all right? Because I I like Packard. But anyway, so uh, so I probably got a bunch of people shutting off. So I'm 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 a Mac man. So whatever. So so we're getting five miles per gallon. That's your control, all right? And with the advertised fuel, you're getting six. And they, ah, they're poo-pooing. Ah, I'm only getting a mile per gallon. I'm not going to do that hot rod. Forget about it. Ah, I don't care about a mile per gallon. But if you look at it as a percentage, you're getting 20% more fuel economy with fuel B than fuel A. Because that one mile per gallon is actually 20% of the reference, which is five miles per gallon. So now we say, oh, I'm getting 20% more. Before, the one mile per gallon meant nothing to you, but the 20% more means a lot to you. All right? So now we say that the, that the reference fuel, fuel, or the five mile per gallon fuel, costs four seventy five a gallon, $4.75 a gallon. And for you to advertise, it costs you $0.25 cents a gallon. So now that means your total fuel cost with fuel B to five mile per gallon fuel, I mean the six mile per gallon fuel, is $5 a gallon. So now if you look at it as a percentage, fuel B costs 5% more, 5% more a gallon than fuel A, but is producing 20% better fuel economy. So even though it's costing you 5% more, it's 20% better fuel economy. So when you look at it as a percentage, is that there's a 15% cost savings by using the more expensive fuel with the additive in it because you are getting one mile per gallon more. So that is very, very, very important. And I'm going to ask you to look at everything that you do and not just look at the number, not just look at the yield, not just look at anything. Always add a percentage to it. Always do the mathematics because right now, if I was to tell you that it's costing you 15% less to run your combine, your tractor, your sprayer, 
area, your semi, whatever it may be, because you're advertising the fuel, that perks up your ears and you're interested. When you hear one mile per gallon more or one mile per one 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 gallon less an hour, you say, ah, it's not worth it. And that's human nature. But once you look at things as a percentage, it makes a lot of sense. And that is where, as I was saying, the indirect ROI, the indirect ROI is where people ignore that and they end up going out of business. Hello, folks. I'm Ernie Rodina. I'm Don Dawson. And I'm Ron McDaniel. We're the hosts of the Better Horses Radio Show. Aired every Wednesday and Thursday evenings right here on Rural Radio Channel 147. Each week, you'll hear an inspirational moment from Pastor Steve Stafford, as well as interviews with top-level clinicians. Veterinarians, rodeo stars, and much more. So be sure to listen to Better Horses Radio every Wednesday and Thursday on Rural Radio 147. It's unbelievable. How can you maximize yield and profits on your farm? Hi, I'm Darren Hefty. On the Ag PhD Radio Show, we talk about all the ways you can get the most return on investment for the crops on your farm. Our guests are farmers and experts in the industry, and we discuss the latest innovations in fertility, crop production, seed traits, and much more. We also answer your questions live via phone, email, or Twitter. Don't miss the next Ag PhD Radio Show, weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, on Rural Radio Sirius XM Channel 147. American farmers and ranchers know that weather can have a big influence on the markets. That's why our weather team at RFD-TV is committed to bringing you accurate agricultural-based forecasts that affects our lands and livestock from coast to coast. You named RFD-TV the most accurate and trusted source for commodities information as it happens, and we can help you prepare ahead for major storms and weather-related events. Join us every morning on the Market Day Report, weekdays starting at 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 Central, right here on RFD-TV. If you're like me, it's all about the great outdoors. Hunting, fishing, camping, hiking, biking, cooking, campfires. I love it. This is Beck, your host of the Bend Radio Show. Join me every week as we get the latest outdoor news and updates. We have hacks and gadgets. Plus, hear the stories from the backcountry that empowers all of us. Catch Beck if you can every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern time right here. Rural Radio, Channel 147 on Sirius XM. All righty, my friends, I got to start to add some percentage math to the length of this show because I messed up again. I went way long on the second segment, but I felt that it was very important to bring you that information, and I don't have a lot of time left, so uh, I'm going to have to do some math here from moving forward, not just look at time, but look at percentage. So I'm not going to have a meet me in the farm shop again this week. Sorry about that. But if you have any questions on anything, please feel free to reach out to me at Hot Rod Farmer at FarmMachineryDigest.com. And I hope that I was able to get my point across to you, that it's so important to look at numbers, look at anything, but also look at a percentage, percentage loss or percentage gain. And when when you look at the percentage, then you will actually see the true picture of what is happening, whether it's your balance sheet, whether it's crop yield, whether it's fuel consumption, whether it's anything like that in between. So uh, that is something that I learned early on from working with engines because we look at percent of throttle angle, the percent of cylinder fill. We always are looking at percentage. And if you bring that to the farm along with the numbers, then you will really, really, really fine tune your operation. 
and that is going to make you the most profitable. And that's what it's all about. So listen, I want to thank you so much for tuning in. And I want you to know that the Hot Rod Farmer is pulling for you, the American farmer and rancher, my beloved, beloved America. And I wish that you had a blessed, blessed Easter. And I will catch you next week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Want a new fishing partner? Outfit your kids the right way. I'm Scott Linden, Out and About on the Water, brought to you by HappyJackInc.com. Here's a seldom considered fishing accessory you should add to the hooks, rods, reels, and snacks. Sunglasses serve a dual purpose when you take the kids fishing. Besides blocking glare off the water, they're great protection from misguided hooks. Youngsters, well, and often send a lure where it doesn't belong. Sunglasses will protect those precious peepers when a cast approaches their head instead of a lake. We're made possible by HappyJackInc.com, kennel-tested remedies for dogs and horses that live out here for 77 years. I'm Scott Linden. Thanks for listening. Hi, everybody. This is Steve Kenyon from the Cowboy Channel and World Radio and Western Sports Roundup. Well, it's a big world of Western sports out there. We try to make it a little smaller for you every weekday afternoon on the Cowboy Channel and on World Radio. Please join our entire team. Jeff Metters, Justin McKee, Amy Wilson, Janie Johnson, Katie Lucas, Ty McClary, and me. We'll tell you all about Western sports on Western Sports Roundup. Three in the West, six in the East on the Cowboy Channel, on World Radio, and on the Sirius XML. The necessities of life, food, water, shelter. And your favorite radio hosts, this is Jeff Tigger Earhart. Tigger. And Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. Beck. Join us every week right here for the Ranch It Up radio show. And the Bend radio show. We talk cattle, market, sale barn reports, news. Cooking, lifestyle, outdoors, recreation. And everything in between. And there's a lot in between. Ranch It Up. And the Bend.